Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome back to Mornings with Adam Peacock. Great to have your company. There's a bit of sport happening at the moment because it's daylight hours or going into prime time over in the States. We've got the golf, the, uh, the calendar year opener in Hawaii. So we'll keep you up to date with that. Colin Morikawa had a, a comfortable lead heading into the final day. But the, the big ticket item over there at the moment is uh, how the playoff picture looks when it comes to uh, NFL. And to tell us more is... Uh, man who knows all about NFL because he's played in the damn thing. Uh, joining us right now, Ben uh, Ben Graham. Ben, thanks for your time, mate. Great to have your company as always. Um, mate, how's the picture look this morning after today's matches? Oh, fascinating end to the season, week 18, last week of the regular season. Well, what we've basically seen in this week 18 so far is split into two. This morning's window is all about the AFC and the AFC playoff picture and the game's underway right now and the Packers-Lions game at lunchtime will determine the NFC. But what we saw this morning was the AFC playoff picture finally settled. We knew that the Patriots had to win to clinch their playoff berth, but unfortunately they fell short against the Buffalo Bills. 35-23 was a final result there. That meant that the Miami Dolphins had to win and they did just that. It was a low-scoring, ugly sort of a game, but the Dolphins did just enough to edge out the Jets 11-6. So it was the Dolphins that clinched the sixth seed, um, sorry, the seventh seed, 
and the Steelers were the other team in con- um, in contention this morning. Even though they won, they beat the Browns 28-14. It was the Dolphins' win that sealed their fate ultimately. But so the AFC playoff picture is now set. The Chiefs finished the number one seed after their big win uh, yesterday over the Raiders. They've got the first week by. So we'll see the Bills host the Dolphins. We'll see the Cincinnati Bengals host the Baltimore Ravens. They've just finished the game in week 18, which the Bengals ran out winners on that game. And the Jaguars have won six in a row. They beat the Titans yesterday to win the AFC South, and they host the Los Angeles Chargers. So the game that they're playing at the moment really means it's a dead rubber against the Denver Broncos. So the AFC player picture is all set, Adam. And we'll stay in the AFC for a moment uh, because the, the the big story, which went global, obviously, and, and went well beyond um, the NFL, was DeMar Hamlin and uh, collapsing on the field after that hit to the well, the heart region um, in his previous game. So the Bills, this was their first game. How much emotion was involved in all of that? And do we know if Hamlin was watching and, and how involved he got um, with the Bills before the game and, and during? Yeah, it was a tragic event, obviously, but... Um, at the time, everyone was waiting for that positive sign, um, not only for DeMar Hamlin, but for his family, his teammates, the organisation and the NFL. Uh, we didn't get that positive sign until midweek. But he's all reports. He's sitting up in bed. He's watching the game with his family. He tweeted before the game. And i tell you what, the emotion in Buffalo and the love and support, not only from Buffalo, but we saw it in Cincinnati. We saw it right across the league. We saw celebrations right across the league for DeMar and number three and for the Bills franchise. So it was a a great example of a sport coming together in what could have very well been tragic circumstances. The first responders on the field effectively saved his life on the field, in the ambulance, and again at the hospital. So... He's doing well. He's on his way to recovery. And that emotion in Buffalo, it's the start of that game. The New England Patriots kicked off to Naheem Hines, the kickoff returner for the Buffalo Bills, and he ran it back 96 yards for a touchdown. There was not a dry eye in the house or anyone watching because it was such a storybook moment for the league and for the Bills and obviously for DeMar Hamlin and what he's been through. Naeem Hines ended up with a second kickoff return for a touchdown as well, which helped the Bills to that win. But I think what the NFL did with cancelling that game and proposing all the different scenarios, I think it's played out uh, well in the fact that the Bills were able to win their game, the Bengals were able to win their game. It hasn't affected the standings in the AFC. The Bengals will host the playoff game. The Bills will host the playoff game because the Chiefs, in their own right, won the number one seed. So all in all, it's a, it was a good good result from such what could have been a tragic situation. Over to the NFC. So, um, yeah, it's confirmed Philadelphia, Dallas, uh, New York Giants, who are getting pummeled at the moment by um, Philadelphia, uh, 49ers, um, Minnesota, Tampa Bay. So Tom Brady at the age of 807 is playing in another playoffs. Um, and one of Seattle, uh, Detroit and Green Bay. So that match later on has has a huge bearing on, on the picture there. 
Well, it certainly does. So to really put it simply, if the Philadelphia Eagles win against the Giants, they lock in the number one seed. Jalen Hurts is back for the Eagles. They're leading 13-0 at the moment. They're in the red zone. They're likely to go into halftime with a three-score lead. The Giants, they're locked into the number six seed regardless. And they've rested a number of their starters, quarterback Daniel Jones, running back Saquon Barkley. So it's basically going to hand the Eagles the number one seed on a platter, which if they did lose that game, the 49ers were in contention for the number one seed and so were the Dallas Cowboys. But if the Eagles win and the 49ers hold off the Cardinals, the 49ers will finish the second seed. The Vikings will be the third seed and the Buccaneers by virtue of winning the NFC South with a losing record, mind you, eight and nine. The other three teams in the NFC South all finished seven and ten, but the Buccaneers will finish the fourth seed, which then it doesn't matter what the result is for the Cowboys. They'll finish in the fifth seed, the Giants in the seventh, sixth seed, and then we've got the seventh seed playoff. So in that situation, if the Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions, the Packers make the playoffs. For the Lions to make the playoffs, they have to beat the Packers and rely on the Rams to beat the Seahawks, which is underway at the moment and six all two-minute warning before the half. And for the Seahawks to make it, they have to beat the Rams and have the Lions beat the Packers. So that's why we won't have finality on the NFC player picture until that Packers-Lions game is played, kicks off at 12.20 today. So I'm sure all eyes will be on that. So we're almost set. We've nearly got all the answers to the questions on what has been such a fascinating year. But And then we reach the playoffs. And arguably, next weekend, the first week of playoffs, now that we have seven teams in each conference, is the best weekend of football in the NFL because we'll have six total playoff games over two days, Sunday and Monday next week. Can any team win it, Ben, or is there one one or two teams' absolute favourites or one from the NFC, one from the AFC that you can identify that say that makes you think it's a bit like the tennis? Well, Djokovic and Nadal are going to play back in the day in the in the final, definitely, or, or Federer and Nadal, definitely, they're going to play. Is it that scenario or is it wide open? Well, it is It is wide open. And I've always said that I think the Super Bowl winner will come from the AFC because the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals are all fantastic offences. If their defence can come to play, I think that one of those three teams will win the Super Bowl. On the NFC side, well, the Eagles have had a 13-1 start to the season. They've dropped the last couple of games without Jalen Hurts. But I think it's the San Francisco 49ers from the NFC who have run won nine games in a row that I, that can be trusted the most. People aren't sure yet about the Eagles or the Vikings. Definitely not. A, I don't think the Buccaneers can advance past week one of the playoffs and unsure about the Giants. And even, I think the Packers, if they make it, will scare a few teams. But again, the playoffs are a funny thing. I think, though, that the strength lies in the AFC and it'll be the one of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Josh Allen and the Bills or Joe Burrow and the Bengals that'll lift the trophy at the end of the day. But they're all worthy playoff teams. So funny things have happened, but I'm certainly looking forward to it nonetheless. Just before we go, mate, um, I want to get uh, the the picture on what happened with the number one draft pick because... uh, 
David Mills has thrown a touchdown pass, and I'm not sure if his owner at the Houston Texans has come down and you know, slapped him over the head for coming up with a miraculous play because that play has cost the Texans the number one draft pick, which now goes to the Chicago Bears. Um, is Like, we've seen that in AFL where, you know, teams have actually tanked to, you know, get the, the number one draft pick. Is it a huge thing over there in the NFL to, to get that? And has Mills basically done himself out of a job in uh, his job prospects in the future? Um uh, a little less now, given his spectacular play? Well, it's a great question. And we saw it two years ago when the New York Jets won a meaningless game, which cost them the number one pick, and they would have picked Trevor Lawrence and avoided the debacle that they're in now by picking Zach Wilson up, second pick overall, who doesn't look like he's got a future there in New York. And Trevor Lawrence has just taken the Jacksonville Jaguars to the playoffs. But in this case, what happens is, the players that are playing don't buy into any of the tanking talk because they have got careers to play for, roster spots to play for, not only for the team that they're playing for, but the other 31 teams they're putting plays on tape in terms of a resume. But from a Houston Texans perspective, they've got to know that the Chicago Bears, even with the number one pick, won't be drafting a quarterback because Justin Fields looks like he'll be there franchise quarterback of the future so yes they won't get the number one pick if they did they'd pick a quarterback I believe but with the Chicago Bears owning the number one draft pick who won't need a quarterback they'll still have the opportunity to pick up the best quarterback in the draft with their number two pick if they go that way so it's not all lost on the Texans but watching that game and it was an exciting game for a game with no playoff implications but with the number one pick riding on it it there were six lead changes. The Colts, who have had a disastrous year themselves, only winning the four games, were in a winning position. The fact that the Texans went for two and not forcing overtime, I think, was a good decision. But ultimately, uh, I don't think it's going to cost the Texans. They'll still pick up the best quarterback in the draft if they choose to do so. No worries. Thank you for clearing that up. And, um, yeah, hopefully Mills isn't too, in too much trouble this evening in uh, in Texas. Mate, uh Ben, thanks for uh, bringing us up to date with the NFL playoff picture. Exciting time for uh, plenty of people around Australia who love this particular sport. And, um, yeah, enjoy the next couple of weeks, and we'll catch you soon. Go on, Adam. Thanks for having me on. Ben Graham uh, talking NFL. And whatever you bet on, that was all thanks to Neds. Take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly, though. Call 1-800-858-858. Back with your calls and texts after this. Don't forget... The text on 0457 736 736. This is Mornings with Adam Peacock.